Okay, so today's story is called The First Dog. And it's written and illustrated by Jen Brett. And it is read today by Mommy and... Ninja Slave, the Intense Warrior. Ninja Slave, the Intense Warrior. Those are great words put together in one sentence. I like it. I do. Um, Ninja Slave, the Intense Warrior. Do you mind if I just call you Philip for right now? Okay, cool. Here we go. Long, long... Is that okay? Okay. All right. Here we go. Long, long ago, in the great days of the Pleistocene. Do you know what that is? Pleistocene actually was the Ice Age. It was a long time ago. Like, a long, long time ago. Back when they were cavemen. In fact, this story is kind of about that. Let's read the next sentence. Kip, the cave boy bounded down the trail on his way home. He avoided the Aurex, the cave bears, and the Megasauros. He evaded the woolly rhinoceros, the wild horse, and the mighty mammoth. But he was getting tired and hungry and was still a long way from home. And in the picture, we can see some of these creatures. And these are prehistoric animals. They were really big things. Cave bears were bigger than regular bears. And a woolly rhinoceros is like a regular rhinoceros, but woolly. It's got fur on it. And there's all kinds of interesting animals here. A mammoth was like like an elephant, but kind of furry. Can you believe those kind of animals existed? They did. They have found them. They don't exist that much now, though. Okay. He marched on until he saw a great rock. It was a good place to stop and rest. Kip reached in his bag for a woolly rhino rib, still sweet and smoky from his fire. Suddenly, up popped a paleo wolf looking for leftovers. Wolf's nose began to twitch and sniff. He sniffed to the left and he sniffed to the right. What are you doing? Teased Kip. What can you smell in this emptiness? Well, paleo wolf held his snout high In the air, with his keen nose, he could smell a rain cloud across the valley. A tiny track of a tiny toad. The pelt of a prying pachyderm. But most of all, he could smell roasted woolly rhino bones. And he gave a hungry whine. said Kip. I can't smell anything but my dinner, and it's all for me. And he turned his back on Wolf. 
but Paleowulf had already turned away. And when Kip saw the reason why, he was just able to get away in time. And in the picture, we can see what has happened. This big thing here that kind of looks like an elephant is a woolly mammoth. And he has got big, long tusks. And he's very furry. And he almost got him, but Kip got away. Soon, Kip was back on the homeward trail. He walked on and on until he spied a cave. It was a fine place to stop and rest. He thought about another rhino rib, but still crackly and crunchy from the fire. But up popped Paleo Wolf looking for leftovers. Wolf's ears began to turn and dip. He listened to the left and he listened to the right. What are you doing? Mocked Kip, taking a big bite. What can you hear in this silence? Wolf cocked his head and with his fine canine ears, he could hear a fish rise in the river, a leaf fall, the soft pant, pant, pant of a cave bear. But most of all, he could hear the snap of the woolly rhino bones still crisp from the fire. He gave a pleading how said Kip. I can't hear anything except my teeth crunching on these very tasty bones. And he threw a clump of moss at Paleo Wolf. Well, I don't think I've ever seen a wolf get excited about eating moss. But Paleo Wolf had already hurried away. And when Kip saw the reason why, he was just able to get away in time. What has happened in the picture? Can you describe it? Cave. A cave bear. That's right. Sitting in. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting inside that cave was a cave bear with some cave bear cubs. And boy, Kip was pretty lucky that that paleo wolf was there to save him. Soon, Kip was on the homeward trail, more foot sore and weary than ever. He trudged on and on until he saw a big tree. It was just the place to stop and rest. He climbed to the tree and reached for a woolly rhino rib, still pearly and greasy from the fire. Up popped Paleo Wolf, looking for leftovers. Wolf's eyes began to sparkle and dance. He looked to the left and he looked to the right. What are you doing? jeered Kip. What can you see in this darkness? Wolf's eyes glowed. With his sharp eyes, he could see the shimmer of a distant drop of dew. A feline sleeping. Oh, a mouse scurrying far away. And a feline sleeping high above. But most of all, he could see a pearly, greasy morsel of rhino bone shining in the moonlight and licked his chops. 
said Kip. I can't see anything, except, of course, my roasted, toasted, crispy, crunchy, pearly, greasy, woolly rhino rib. And you won't be tasting that because I want it all to myself. Then Kip yelled, Shoo! as loud as he could. (laughs) Well, let me ask you, before I turn the page, was that kind? Has Kip been a very good friend to this poor paleo wolf who wants to be his friend? Twice now, that paleo wolf has given Kip a hint on what he should do to save his own skin. And I think it's about to happen again. The yell resounded up and down the tree and it woke every living thing around. Instantly, Paleo Wolf's nose wrinkled and his ears went back. His eyes narrowed and his tail stood out. He looked so terrible that Kip threw the whole bag of rhino ribs down from the tree. Help yourself, Wolfie. But Paleo Wolf did not care about dinner now. His mane bristled and ridged down his back. A long growl shook from his throat. It was his last warning. Kip opened his eyes very wide. He looked all around, but he could not smell or hear or see anything. He whispered, What do you know, wise wolf? But Paleo Wolf was gone. There's great danger here, thought Kip. I must disappear too. And he shrank into the leafy branches and made himself very small. And just in time, for high in the tree was the most fearsome of creatures, the saber-toothed cat. She crouched, she snarled, and she sprang. She hurtled past Kip, hidden in the leaves, and pounced on the pile of woolly rhino bones down below. All that night, As he sat in the tree, Kip thought and thought. He shivered over Paleo Wolf's last warning. It had not been one second too soon. The next morning, Kip climbed down and there was Paleo Wolf looking for leftovers. Together, they looked at the spot where the bones had been and they were very gloomy. Finally, Kip made a speech. He said, Wolfie, if you will use your keen nose and your fine ears and your sharp eyes to keep me from being eaten up, I promise to share with you all the woolly rhino ribs and even mammoth meat that I cook over my fire. Paleo wolf barked, meaning, (laughs) meaning, yes, 
And then he wagged his tail, the very first wolf to do so. And when Kip saw that, he cried, and I will call you dog, which means one who wags his tail. And Kip, the cave boy, and the first dog went on home. And that was what it was like. And that's the end. When you were a caveman and a cave boy, there's lots of wild creatures out in the wild that would pounce on you and chomp, chomp you up. But luckily for us, most of those animals are not out in the wild to chomp us up now, are they? certainly not. I don't think anybody these days has seen a woolly mammoth or a saber-toothed t- cat. I think we're safe. We will go to the National, the Natural History Museum and I will show you. <laughs> Can you say the end? The end! The end!